Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining me. It is Greg here, Wisdom in the Wilderness. It is a gray but brightening day right now. It is often on raining or hailing. There was a little bit of thunder. It is, mm, call that four Celsius, eh, around 40 Fahrenheit. A uh, little bit chilly, gray day. A little bit different than it was yesterday. It was uh, warm and sunny and dry all day. And uh, now I got the rain, but that's okay. It's a uh, little foggy, low cloud, low drizzle. Um, but hey, it is weather. It is just weather. It is neither good nor bad. It is weather. We can find a way to appreciate it, or we could very easily find a way to complain about it, depending on what our perspective is. So today, I thought I would actually just talk about the rain and some things some ways we can appreciate it, some lessons that we can learn from it, and some wisdom from which we can glean, or which we can glean from it. I'm not sure the correct grammatical part there. Uh, that's okay. Grammar's not my specialty. It's never going to be my specialty. All right. So while, a while back, we talked about nature negatives. And, you know, today could very easily, by some people, be described as a miserable day, a dreary day, a horrible day. Uh, it's a little bit damp. It's a little bit chilly. But Hey, you know, it's weather. It's weather that happens. Uh, we can choose our attitude towards it. I can be outside here wearing my cool Crocs, uh, wearing my down jacket, wearing my rain jacket, and just appreciating it for what it is. Some of the lessons that we can take from rain. Um, the first big one, I think, is to be present. Um, you know, it can be really easy to for me to stand here and say wow i can feel wind blowing on my skin that's a bit cold i can feel my feet getting cold i can feel myself getting wet this is not pleasant um but i can also be present with it and thank my body for those sensations that i'm alive to feel the wind on my skin that i can feel my jeans getting wet that i now have my bare feet on the concrete grounding myself actually um I'm present. I can hear the different rain and I can see the hail. Uh, I can hear the different sounds hitting the concrete, the different sounds um, hitting the grass and watch the little cool little circles bouncing off of things, the puddles forming different places. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot of beauty that I can look around and appreciate in the same way that I could look around and find things to complain about. It's the simple perspective of what am I actually looking at? Along with that lens through which we're viewing things, you know, is it appreciation or gratitude? Is it uh, something to to complain about or positive or negative, call them. Um, there are a lot of ways that rain uh, helps the ecosystem. It's it's a part of all the environmental cycles, the natural cycles that we're in. We're, I am witnessing the water cycle happening. There is water, rain, 
falling out of the sky. Oh, I can now see some blue sky. Cool. Uh, but there's there's water falling out of the sky. I can see it landing in the grass. It will be soaking into the grass. It will, in some capacity, in some time, in some way, make its way back to the surface. And from there, be evaporated back up into the atmosphere to then fall to the ground again. Now, it may end up in the ocean. It may end up in a lake. It may end up evaporating from the ground. It may actually end up being transpired out of the grass or some of the plants that are starting to grow. Heck, my little seedlings are out there. It may even end up in one of the little tiny four charred seeds that have just popped up in the past two days. I don't know. But... It's going to be recycled. So I am standing here, shivering a bit now, but watching the water cycle in action. And that's something that's really cool. Rain can help me appreciate the cycles and the rhythms of nature that we are part of. The next thing that I can see and appreciate or lesson that I can take is, uh, well, the big one is to appreciate my clothing. One of the things I frequently think about on days like this, because I'm kind of strange, is what it would have been like to be on the Oregon Trail in the 1840s or to, to be some a nomadic person traveling through North America on the plains following the buffalo herds, where wherever it might be. What would that have been like, a, gosh, 150 years ago, 200 years ago? Um, what would that have been like to, to be wearing animal skins or or leather or, you know, if you were on the Oregon Trail, maybe some cotton clothing, maybe some woolen clothing, basically the clothes on your back, pushing a cart or walking behind something, experiencing weather such as this. I'm like, man, those people were pretty tough because I have access to all of these amazing technical fabrics and, you know, I can go for a run and it'll wick the sweat off of my skin on the the compression clothing that I'm wearing and then my rain jacket will prevent it from getting into me and I can insulate myself with down. I'm like, and good gravy. Like people in the past had, you know, buffalo robes and hides and different animal skins on and clothing that was made of wool and stuff like that. Like, holy cow, that's so interesting that there's these different fabrics that we have now or the the different ways that we approach being outside, um, approach what is or what isn't. And that's not to say there is not a place for staying somewhere nice and warm, perhaps around a campfire in a shelter, um, perhaps, you know, in a house reading a book with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, uh, depends on what your preference is. One thing that I can grateful or truly appreciate and be grateful for is that when it is weather like this, the trails out here are pretty quiet. And I say that being in the Pacific Northwest uh, on the West Coast. So it does rain much more frequently than it does in other places of the world. Uh, I know there are listeners in places in California, in Nevada, in Central Eastern Oregon, uh, in Colorado, where like to have rain like this, oh my gosh, that would be such a great day. Um, it happens here quite frequently. But even around here, when I want to go out and be on the trails for a walk, for a hike, for a run, it gets pretty quiet when it's raining like this, especially when the temperature's like this. 
that is something that I am very grateful for because I can go and immerse myself on the trail, become one with nature, zone out, uh, just be out in the forest or be around the lake. I really enjoy and appreciate that. And because it is such a common thing here, uh, I dare venture to say that there may be more people out uh, when the conditions are as such. But other places that I've been, um, you know, living in, in arid environments, that was something that it was it was a much more rare occurrence to have to have rain some places that I worked, but I'd be the only person on a bike riding through a rainstorm. Um, that was pretty neat for me. So perhaps if you are in an arid environment when it is raining, there are even fewer people out. Now that said, you know when when it is raining, there are some more uh, preparations you may wish to take to stay warm or to stay dry, or to to take care of yourself. You know, if you're if you're cycling, put on some lights. If you're uh, running, maybe throw a headlamp in or throw some extra nutrition in. Or uh, on a day like today, I would definitely take in a little uh, hand warmer with me or have my gloves on. But it is a way that you know the be, the the ways to be outside and the things you may find yourself doing or enjoy doing um, often tend to be a lot quieter when it is raining. Uh, you know, even just looking around where I am here, the the construction sites aren't being worked on because it's raining. Um, no one's out in their garden because it's raining. But uh, it is a, a good way if, if you can prepare yourself for it. You can go out and have that nice quiet. Um, contemplative or reflective period of just feeling feeling like you're alone in nature. And that's something that I gratefully appreciate. Now, another lesson from rain, I, I briefly mentioned it, um, is if it is a day where you know, the temperature is not where you'd like it to be and there is precipitation falling from the sky. That might be a great day. And there is a lot of ways that uh, you could enjoy that day by planning or organizing, reading, resting, relaxing, uh, taking care, care of life things. It's, you know, oftentimes people, there's a lot around the idea of like, oh, it's a rainy day. You can't do anything outside. You can, but it also can be a good day to get some of the indoor projects organized or some of the life management -y things organized so that when uh, the sun comes back or when conditions are more conducive to what you like, then there's no nothing in the back of the head like, oh, I got to finish this, this hike or this run early because must go home and bake bread or whatever, whatever that might be. Uh, again, as we, as we are here in the 21st century, you know, there's a lot of appreciation. Rain really does make me appreciate the, the ma magical technical fabrics that I can wear, the warm clothes I have, um, the, some aspects of temperature control of, you know, finishing a, finishing a run or a hike and hopping into a car and cranking up the heat to, to warm oneself. Um, that definitely would have been, not have been something that was easily available even a hundred years ago. I can appreciate the the different um, materials and things I have of boots with vibram soles, uh, with mud gripping soles, uh, all kinds of things like that. Another lesson from the rain is to, um, that we can appreciate the adaptations that plants and animals have for different things. You know, there's I was listening to a neat podcast talking about drought tolerant plants, and that also kind of flipped a switch for me that said, oh, hey, if there's drought tolerant plants that are growing out in the in the Great Basin or in the Sonoran Desert, um, then there's also got to be plants that are that 
tolerate uh, lots and lots of rain. And yeah, you think of some of the the massive cedars here on the West Coast, um, the redwoods in California, the iconic 400, 600, thousand year old plants and trees. And, you know, the trees that are hundreds of feet tall um, that grow because there is that much, <laughs> that much rain. And uh, that's a that's a pretty neat thing. Um, as well, I can look around and appreciate um, the adaptations that birds have. You know, I'm fortunate to live near a water body, and uh, there is a lot of ducks there year-round. And you know, it the temperature is fairly hypothermic right now, but they are out there still doing their duck thing. Uh, they are they are diving under the water in search of food. Um, the geese are around there too. The seagulls are still flying around. They they all have adaptations, and it was neat for me to to take a break on my run earlier today and just watch the ducks and really see. It's like an oil. Um, the water just goes off their back, and I know there's that old adage, you know, water off a duck's back, blah blah blah. Uh, but it was neat to to see that happen and to realize, hey, you know, these are these are ways that things in nature have adapted to the environment, adapted to conditions to, to be in, excuse me, in and connected with what's going on. The, you know, weather is the current condition of the atmosphere. And that, that is pretty neat that there are so many ways animals have adapted. Plants too, you know, some of the, the plants here, um, Obviously not everything. It's beginning of March. Uh, there's a lot of dormancy and a lot of not green, but there are plants as well that are really appreciating this chilly weather. Some of the, uh, I think it's rapini and stuff is out there growing and they have gone crazy. The kale has really taken off because it's been cool and wet, but that's great because I can appreciate eating that and I can thank the kale because it may not be growing that great uh, once it gets to be hot and dry here in the summertime. Now, tying to the summertime, another big lesson that, or piece of wisdom, I guess you'd call it, from rain is it can, it provides that contrast, right? We've got, for me right now, it's a, it's a gray and rainy day, but it also means that once it, the rain stops or once the blue sky comes out, I appreciate that in a different way. You know, I have spent time in places where there's 300 days of sunshine a year or spent, spent time in places where the temperature is over 100 degrees um, for months at a time, and that can really become a drag. Um, at the same time, it can really become a drag if you're somewhere where it literally is 40 consecutive days of rain. Um, that can be hard as well. But at the same time that, that those can be challenging to experience when they are, there's, I think there's a greater sense of appreciation in the contrast because what I see here on the West Coast is, you know, the, basically the minute it stops raining, people start going outside. And then when the sun comes out, it's like kapow. It's like the Cambrian explosion of life happens. And there's people on the streets. There's people on bikes. There's people everywhere. Because, you know, with that rain, there's that like, I'm going to wait till it gets better idea. Or, you know, to be somewhere like Phoenix in the summer and uh, to actually be there when it was raining and, and have people, you know, 
staying staying with friends and just walking up and down the street going like holy cow people like coming out of their house to watch the rain because it's such an infrequent thing and i'm like oh it's so different from being on the west coast where it's like you come out of your house for the sun because it may not always come out um but it, it is something that that we can appreciate because we have that contrast we are able to to know and appreciate things differently you know would you know the beauty of dark without knowing light would you know the beauty of light without knowing dark would you know the beauty of rain without dry and sun would you know the beauty of dry and sun without rain so you know by having too much of either one we can get out of that balance and i know i <laughs> i message or talk with friends frequently about the differences of me being on the coast hey it's another rainy day and someone in an arid place saying you know I would love to have that. I would love to send you the sun that I've had for the past months at a time and the no precipitation I've had for months at a time to have a day of rain, to have a day of, of solid heavy rain. Um, so yeah, we that ties in the next one of uh, appreciating where we are and what we have. And you know, it can be easy to jump into that grass is always greener somewhere else. I would have, oh gosh, it would have been so wonderful to go for a run in Arizona today in shorts and a t-shirt and not in multiple layers, still with shorts, but uh, my pasty white legs and multiple upper body layers and gloves. Uh, that that would have been something I could appreciate. But at the same time, I can appreciate being here because you know, something happens in the future and I live somewhere else, I may not be out running in the rain as frequently. I may not be out hiking in the rain or working in the garden in the rain or trying to build things in the rain or putting my seedlings in the rain. I might be doing that all in the sun and uh, doing my thing to get the rain to fall from the sky. So, you know, that that's a great lesson that rain reinforces or shows us, illustrates for us, is the perspective that we have. and to tie that as well to things is, you know, rain can be a way to, to, it affects our perspective and our viewpoint of, I like to call this our zero point or our background thing. Um, but, you know, for, for someone who has spent a lot of time on the wet coast and the Pacific Northwest, uh, it is, it is something I can draw from. I can appreciate the green. I can appreciate it. It's also a very different perspective to go to places that get four seasons that are, the seasons are pronounced here, but pronounced in a different way. You know, the even being in the Pacific Northwest or the West Coast, um, there's still green year round. And I've also been fortunate to live places where uh, from, you know, after the end of the harvest, it there's not a lot of green or any green until we get back to March. And to see the differences in the seasons to, you know, for me, snow out here, snow happens a handful of times a year, doesn't really stick around. It would be unusual to stick around for more than a week. Uh, whereas other places, you know, people have snow drifts that are there from November until April or May. And, you know, there, there's the, the benefits and the advantages of, hey, this area gets a lot of rain. You're green year round. That's wonderful. We get a lot of rain. If, if it's more arid, then yeah, maybe it's it's uh, the colors of dirt and dead grass, um, you know, the, the browns and yellows, but you also have snow. You also have cold temperatures. You have warm temperatures. It's not as moderate. So again, just benefits and perspective that 
that can come up all from looking at this water falling from the sky and different things I can connect to and appreciate. All right, I think that is about all that I had down here. Uh, it is something, being out in the rain, that I have come to appreciate a lot more since returning to the West Coast. Um, it's been a great lesson in, in reconnecting with nature in a different way because of the uh, living in arid places. The, uh, it didn't happen that often. So you'd be like, oh, hey, it's neat. Um, now, when it happens much more frequently, uh, it's also been a way that I can go out and I, pr I'm pretty certain that, you know, if I go out on a day like it's doing right now, or time like it's doing right now, it's, ra it's raining pretty heavily, I'm going to have that almost personal connection um, while I'm being active outdoors, and I can appreciate that in a different way. All right. Without further ado, we will end that one for today. I hope that uh, you learned, were inspired, empowered, or entertained by uh, some of the stories I have about rain, <laughs> and that there and know there is a lot of wisdom that we can take from the rain as it falls, when it falls, wherever it falls. Uh, and if you are somewhere arid and uh, you are in drought conditions or something, I do hope that uh, rain can come and help you help that situation soon. All right. Thank you for listening, friends. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Alrighty then, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you very much for joining me, friends. I appreciate you spending part of your day with me. I hope you get a chance to go outside and breathe in some fresh air, or that you've already been outside and perhaps you're even listening to this at the end of an incredible adventure. If you get a chance, it would be wonderful if you could leave a review at the podcast hosting platform that you found this on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, a whole bunch of other things. Drop a review. That is fantastic. It helps spread the word, share the benefits of nature, and share some of these inspiring and empowering stories of what we can all do when we put our minds toward it. Spring is in the process of springing here where I am. I hope that things are starting to look oh, look brighter, smell sweeter, uh, get warmer wherever you are, and we will catch you next week for another episode. <laughs>